This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Feminine Essence. Feminine Essence is a podcast for women following their passions in business. Each episode of Feminine Essence, we feature interviews and advice on how to increase your visibility with greater success and impact while inspiring you to step into your feminine essence. Here's your host, Steffi Joe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feminine Essence, Empowered Passion to Business Success. This is my podcast for women following their passion in business. I'm Steffi Joe, your podcast host, and I want to thank you for joining me today. I'll be introducing my guest. And before I do, if you would like some more information about my Feminine Essence podcast, check it out on my website. And that is www expressyouressence.com. I also have some exciting news I want to share is I just released my newest book on Amazon, Your Essence Undressed, How to Dress Your Confidence and Reveal the Real You. It's exciting to me to share this with you because of how it complements the talents of my guest today. My book helps you understand the essence of who you are in terms of the energy of colors and design elements that bring out your authenticity and helps you feel empowered when you dress. And by knowing what terms to apply to your essence type, it helps you make decisions when you want to look absolutely fabulous. When you choose clothing that has your essence elements, your essence type elements, then your outfit becomes supportive of your confidence. My guest today helps you with her wonderful experience and strategies as a fashion stylist, which is a perfect compliment. Her name is Karen Fish. So not only is Karen a fashion stylist, she is also a personal shopper in Scottsdale, Arizona, and the owner of Beyond Basic Black. She helps women find their unique fashion style and create and update their wardrobes to look and feel their best. Her passion is all about connecting with, empowering, and delighting her clients. Previously, she spent much of her career in corporate philanthropy, uh, working with community leaders and nonprofits throughout Arizona and serving on numerous uh, community boards. So helping others has been and still is her approach as a fashion stylist and personal shopper and providing her clients with exceptional service. Her knowledge of fashion combined with her great eye for style helps women achieve amazing looks. She is energized by the thrill of the hunt, finding those perfect pieces to create chic and sophisticated looks for building a quality wardrobe that will adapt itself to every occasion. So let's get to this. I really am excited for you to meet Karen so she can tell you more.
Hi, everyone. I want to welcome Karen Fish to um, our podcast here today of Feminine Essence. She has so much to bring. I'm so excited to speak with her today and for you to learn more about her. And as I said before, she's just this awesome fashion stylist with with some very unique, I think, twist and uh, mindset information that you're just going to love. So here, before I just give away too much about this awesome woman, (laughs) I want to introduce Karen. How are you, Karen? I'm good. I'm so excited to be on your program. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I really wanted to get started by asking you if you could please tell us a little bit about you and why being a fashion stylist is a passion of yours. Uh, A little bit about um, me is that I have been, I started my own business, Beyond Basic Black, about seven years ago. Before that, I have a whole history in corporate America where I bring a lot of what I learned into my fashion and styling now. That's kind of the strategic piece of what I do. And I just, I love what I do because I'm surrounded by people that I like. I'm surrounded by beauty. I help to create beauty and help women to feel good. And, and I, I just love every piece of fashion and style. I grew up with it, and it just feels so natural and comfortable and energizing to me. Oh, I I love that. I think there was, uh, when we spoke um, earlier, I think, weren't you telling me a story of how, or maybe there was a moment that you knew that you wanted to be a fashion stylist or or involved in fashion at, at some level when you were young? Yeah, when I was young, I remember what we were talking about is, is playing with Barbie dolls. Oh, that's right. You know, my sister and I have sisters two years older, and I don't know if we were more excited about the Barbie dolls in their clothes or my mother was. Because my mother would always be buying more of these Barbie clothes. And we literally had kind of the Barbie suitcases full of beautiful clothing for everything a Barbie doll could ever do. And my sister and I played with them constantly. And they were just gorgeous, gorgeous clothes. And, you know, I was growing up also in a house where my mother loved fashion for herself and for us. And before uh, every semester at school, my mother would take my sister and I, it was funny when I think about it now, it was a little boutique called Prima Donna. And we would go in and I think my mother was so excited about buying us the clothes. She just loved looking at, you know, little girls in pretty clothes. And fashion was just kind of part of my of my upbringing. And I've always loved it. My sister and my mom still love it. We all love to shop. And um, Mm. I guess that's where it kind of came about naturally from those those times. I love that because I can so relate to the Barbie dolls and the, and the dressing and the Barbie doll case. Mm -hmm. And I, I think when I was maybe I think I was seven years old. I wanted to run away from home. And the first thing I did was I packed my Barbie doll case. (laughs) But it was, you know, that was, I I just connect with you in that way because, you know, the I, the dressing of, of this doll and taking, you know, the time to put the outfits together. And, you know, it was just a fun, it brought that feeling of just fun and delight into you know, the, the dressing realm, which, you know, I think as you know, uh, working with clients and everything, it's not always fun. You know, we, we, we got to learn how to make it fun again. Right. And that's, I think that's what I, um, I'm really excited to hear more about in your process. And 
in fact, let, let me ask you this because would I think the the listeners would like to know what is your process when you assist clients sure, as a fashion stylist? That's a great question, and I would say you know of course it varies depending on what the client needs are, but a typical client is really hiring me to kind of help them upgrade or refresh their wardrobe or kind of build a part of their wardrobe, or in some cases, the whole wardrobe. And I start by talking uh, with a woman for, you know, maybe it's anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. And we talk about her lifestyle, fashion preferences, things that are absolutes for her that she absolutely loves or absolutely doesn't love things about her body that she wants, that she considers assets, that she wants to show off, and maybe parts about her body that she's not so thrilled with, (laughs) things that we want to kind of downplay. So we have this discussion, so I get a sense of her and a Mm -hmm. sense of her style in terms of does she like ultra-feminine or is she more minimalistic or bohemian, you know, those kinds of things. So there's conversation. Then we typically jump into literally going through her closet. And that's a process of, you know, a couple hours, piece by piece, figuring out what works, what doesn't, what's in her closet that she loves, why does she love it. I have women try on a number of things in the closet. So we go through that whole process. And then I put together kind of a wardrobe plan where I identify the gaps in her wardrobe based on what she said she wanted to achieve and how she wanted to build out the wardrobe. So I come up with a list, not that I know exactly what things are going to look like, because of course that's the fun of the shopping and seeing what's out there. But I have a sense maybe she needs more pants or she needs more tops or she needs more statement pieces or more accessories or whatever it is. And so then I go about scouting on my own for her and I go all across the valley, uh, department stores, boutiques, sometimes a little bit online for really hard to find pieces. And I have everything put on hold for her. And then we, she and I then have a shopping day and we go from place to place and the items are already in the dressing room for her to try on. And then there again is lots of discussion about what works for her figure, what doesn't work, what she loves, what she doesn't, how things are going to go together. Because I always want someone to know they're not just buying a piece, you know, it's a piece of an entire wardrobe and what else can they do with it? And so she buys what she loves. That's my only rule. You can only buy what you absolutely love because if there's something about it that you don't like, then you're not going to gravitate to it. And there's so much to choose from out there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then after she makes these purchases, uh, if she understands how things go together and feels confident about it, then she's good on her own. If not, I also go back to the client's house and show how pieces go together. A lot of times I take photos of complete outfits. I can actually even put together... Um, some type of a little photo book for her so that she can see the different combinations. It just really depends how much support a client wants. But that's kind of the typical process, kind of soup to nuts. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're, that's really huge. I mean, I'm, there's a lot of um, hands-on. You're really, you know, just engaging with the client. And to be in a woman's closet, that is so personal. That's yeah. you know to to have those discussions in the in in her closet that um, you really get to know your clients is what I'm hearing. You, you do, mm-hmm. and you know what I find is interesting that I I learned along the way, and I didn't really expect this. Is that you're right? It's personal. It's very intimate being in someone's closet, and she's trying on all kinds of things. And I find that I'm kind of part stylist part psychologist and part friend. 
because mm-hmm. so much just comes out in terms of memories that you had wearing a particular outfit, mm-hmm. or if things don't fit as they used to, your body has changed. It just, it brings up all kinds of things. And it's a really, mm-hmm. it's an interesting process. And it, it really builds some bonding between me mm-hmm. and the client. And I love that. Yes, yes. And, you know, dressing is so personal, I think. So I love that you build that bonding there, as you say. And, and I also like that you can, and it sounds like maybe depending on your client, take a lot of the work out uh, by going out and finding these outfits and getting it prepared. I mean, that's a luxury to me. <laughs> I think that right. would just and be And that awesome. is, because as foreign as it is to me not to love to shop, a lot of my clients obviously don't love to shop. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to make the most, you know, efficient use of their time and going mm-hmm. out, you know, when I'm by myself, I can kind of study the piece and, and understand her body shape and get a sense of, you know, is this really going to work? Is this a good option or not? And knowing what she has in her closet, you know, pieces that I want to pair with it. So it saves us both time. And yeah, it's just a, it, it's a really effective way to get things done. And I want my clients yeah. to feel pampered. And, and when they walk in, you know, to a boutique and the things are already ready for them and there's a bottle of water in there. I mean, no. I do. I, I, I appreciate good customer service and I like to, to give that back. And I really do like to pamper the women that I work with. I love that because it's, you know, I, I, I speak to a lot of and work with a lot of feminine um, entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. And a lot of times we forget that self-care. And, you know, of course, we're, you know, we're working and we're taking care of our clients and everyone else, but we forget about us. Uh-huh. And so for you to add that little touch, it just like, it just melted me right there. It's like, oh, you know, there's, now I feel I'm cared for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not... No, I, and I do try. I mean, it does come genuinely in my in my previous life. As I said, I was in corporate America for 30, 30 years. I was in community relations and philanthropic giving. And so, you know, I have a proclivity of, you know, kind of taking care and giving back. And, and now I'm just doing it one-on-one with women. So it feels very natural. Nice. What about, you know, a lot of women, um, a big thing is color. When you're working with someone in, in their closet, what, how do you, um, you know, work with them around, you know, the colors? You know, I hear the, you know, you talked about them um, and what they love and, you know, maybe the designs and everything, but what comes up around color? Um, a lot of things. Good question. Yeah. Some women say right off, I wear too much black. I don't want so much black in my closet. I love color, you know, help me to utilize that. And I show them how with just literally kind of a splash of color, you can get color in your outfit, or you can wear things that are very colorful. So really whatever someone is, is comfortable with, Um, But that also, when someone says they love color, like I said, it doesn't mean that they have to wear bright, bold. They might just like a beautiful scarf with color and pick up that color in their lipstick or in their nail polish or, you know, and then I have women who say, who are kind of shy away from color and they really only want kind of what I would call more drab kind of colors, lovely, but a little drab. And I try and show them how if they just bring in maybe a little bit of color, somebody might love all black, but you know, I say, you know, if you put on turquoise earrings or some other jewelry to just add that burst of color, you really make a Mm. statement when you walk into the room. So some women I have to kind of 
bring out their desire for color. And with other women, I kind of need to temper it a little. But, you know, I honor what they say they like because everybody's different. Some women only like solids, some like patterns, you know, and so forth. So I'm very, I'm very mindful of what somebody really does love and what, what makes them feel good. Oh, nice. Yes. So important. Mm-hmm. And I guess my, my next question for you is, oh, I, I got so many of them. It's like, oh, which one do I choose? You know, <laughs> we're talking about dressing. Yes. And shopping. Oh my gosh. So much fun. But you're located in, um, in the Phoenix area. In Scottsdale. Yes. But I work okay. throughout the Valley. I've had clients from as far south as Tucson, I will say, um, to mm-hmm. Sun City West. And my clients are, you know, I've had clients as young as 18 and my, and as old as my current client who I just adore is 89 years old and she wants a whole oh. wardrobe. So she's been just a doll to work with. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you find that you have certain types of, um, your, do your clients you know, kind of fit a certain demographic. It sounds like, you know, the age isn't, but are they? Yeah, even within that, I would say the demographic is typically women 50 and older. Seems to be Mm -hmm. the type of women uh, that are really looking for a stylist and a personal shopper. Probably Mm -hmm. women like 50 to 70 or so. You know, it's really, I think a lot of times brought about by some kind of a life change. Maybe they're getting a promotion at work, maybe they're retiring. Um, they might be uh, uh, widowed. They might be just newly into dating. They might have lost weight or gained weight, or just feel like they haven't really addressed their image and their look in you know in quite a while. And um, so, yeah, I think it kind of a lot of it has to do with almost this this life change. There always seems to be a story behind why someone is contacting me now. Yes. Yes. There's always and that, that transition and there's so many that we come across yes. in our life. If if you were to say maybe just one or two things that would be say the absolute you know, just the the highlight or the secret sauce that you bring to being a fashion stylist, what is your special sauce? I, here's why I love that question because and thank you for that, because I feel like I'm part strategic. In terms of, you know, getting a piece that really is that you love, that you're going to have value with, that you're going to have, you know, be able to mix it and match it really well. And then I feel like I have a great eye for style that was probably inherited somewhere along the line from my mother. Um, But I think it's that combination of eye for style and creativity and that married with kind of a strategy about how to shop and how to find the best pieces and knowing that there's always something next. So if it's not really perfect, move on. I'm always someone who loved the thrill of the hunt, which I think is why many of us oh. love to shop. But I get so excited when I find that perfect piece for a client. Mm-hmm. So it's probably that, co- that combination maybe that differs me from other stylists is that strategy plus creativity and eye for style. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love what you said that the hunt, I call it a treasure hunt. I love the, I love the treasure hunt. You know, you talk about, and I, I love how you, you put the strategy in there, but you, you also have an, and you have a blog um, on your website. Her, um, Karen's website is www.bbblack, so bbblack.com. And 
you have a piece on, on there about shopping mindset. Yes. And I think that, you know, that is um, very something you don't always hear um, a fashion stylist talk about. They're talking about the clothes and the colors and the patterns and everything. But this piece about the shopping mindset, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, and the reality is that, you know, none of us have, or, or, or almost none of us, you know, um, have total discretionary income when we can go out in a day and just redo our wardrobes. That's not realistic, mm-hmm. you know? And so the idea of a strategic mindset is to say, we all have a certain amount of, of dollars that we're willing to spend on fashion. Maybe it's our fashion budget. And I want that money to go as far as possible for the woman. I want her to get the most out of it. And so to me, by putting thought in it, rather than walk, going out into a store and saying, oh, what appeals to me, knowing that, you know, I really need dresses. I really need something for this particular occasion. Or I'm somebody who keeps buying the same kind of tops over and over, and I have way too many tops and not nearly enough bottoms. So in that way, I really try and, and encourage women in that strategic mindset to be really thoughtful about what they're buying and again really love what they're buying because I tell you I am in so many closets where women you know the price tags are still on things they don't wear them they don't like them it was a bad purchase and and I don't want any of that you know for my clients I want them to to love everything and feel like their money was well spent oh I love that you know when I was growing up and and out there and I hear of, you know, the terminology fashion stylist. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I could never afford a fashion stylist. Uh-huh. You know, what do you say to women who have, think that they can't afford it? Can they? What, yes. Tell us yes. about. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for that question. And, and yes, um, they can afford it. I like to describe myself as I'm not a stylist for the rich and the famous. I'm a stylist for everyday amazing women, you know, just all of us running around, whether you are a stay-at-home mom or you've got a profession outside the home, whatever it is. And I like to think about it in terms of, you know, what we pay for other, I'm going to say personal services. So many of us, you know, get our hair done and, and, and hair is expensive, you know, yes. With yes. the color and style and the blow and you know the blowout and, and, and all of that, or we get our nails done, or we get massages, we get facials, all those kinds of things. And so um, I'll just say so my pricing is $70 an hour with a two-hour minimum. So that means let's say for cleaning out your closet, it typically takes about three hours. So for about two hundred dollars, you can clean out your entire closet with a stylist eye to it and know the kind of pieces you need to add to it. To me, that's a pretty good, you know, a pretty good use of $200. Um, I also uh, wanted to mention, and this, you know, makes me um, feel good about the value that I provide to clients because I have many clients who tell me that it was more economical for them to hire me than not because they stopped buying pieces that don't work for them that don't look good on them, that they never wear. And so they're actually kind of saving money and having more of what they love in their closet by using me. So, you know, that makes me feel really good. Yes, I love that because that's why it's um, by doing that, then and cleaning out the closet, you're you're making this game plan, basically. Mm -hmm. So here they have a strategic plan. They don't have 
I'm assuming once you get done with them, they don't have anything in their closet that they don't love. Right. And so now they have a game plan of putting some things in there that to supplement what they already have. Right. And I don't know about you, but if I can walk into my closet and be rid of what, you know, that energy that, you know, does not fit me, does not look good on me, it's, it's relieving and it makes it me feel better just to walk in there. It's also kind of funny that women who have so many clothes in their closet and then we go through, you know, and take out what no longer works. They feel like even though we might've taken out half, they feel like they have so many more clothes because now they see what's in there and they Mm -hmm. wear more of what's in there rather than when a closet is overloaded, you tend to go to kind of the same pieces over and over because it's easy because you know where they are. There's also... Yeah, no, I, I, I so agree that that's, to me, the exciting part about cleaning up the closet um, and working with your clients around that. That's very exciting because, one, I was just talking to a gal who works with clutter, you know, in the office space, mm-hmm. and, and I just started relating that to the closet. It, if you have it filled with items that are not you, that you don't like, you know, you're holding on to this, this bad energy clutter. <laughs> yeah. And so it just energetically just feels good to, yeah. to get rid of that. They feel unburdened when they, when they yes. clean out their closet. And, you know, mm-hmm. some of it goes to consignment, some of it goes to goodwill, mm-hmm. some of it goes to, you know, their sister or their mother that they think somebody yeah. would like a particular piece. And they say they just feel so much yes. more unburdened. And yeah, because I know yeah. I feel that way myself. I'm constantly cleaning out my own closet, you know, two pieces in, two pieces out kind of a thing. But if you only do it, you know, once every couple of years, yeah. it's a very sort of good, positive feeling. Yes. And then if, you know, I always feel good when I can donate, you know, yes. items. I always feel good about that and helping other women out there. Absolutely. But that's wonderful. I, and as such, you're right. There's such value in this and what you do in, in different levels. And I, I love that. So it's, it's not just about shopping. It's not just about finding that one outfit. You're, you're helping women with that, that whole, I want to say wholeness of their dressing from, you know, from cleaning out the closet, you know, mapping out a a plan on, you know, what to, to uh, accessorize and to fill in. And, and then you're going out and you're helping them. (laughs) You have the whole package. I love that. You know, they tell me that, that they feel confident and beautiful and how they look and, you know, and isn't that the whole point of it? You know, yes. when we get dressed and I mean, you and I happen to love clothes and fashion, you know, in and of itself, but how great it feels to put on something where, you know, you look just killer in it. And it just gives mm-hmm. you such energy and confidence, you know, and I see that in women and, and I get those kinds of notes, frankly, yes. um, so, well, they send me a check and there's typically, honestly, a thank you note and they're telling me how they feel. And that just, that just really uh-huh. warms my heart. It does. I, I mm-hmm. love I love helping women. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and that's, you know, I love having women like you on my podcast. And, and quite frankly, I wouldn't have any women who I didn't love on my podcast. But that's what we're, that's what we're about. That's, you know, that uh, love of helping other women. Right. And, and so I we just all have really, our talents. Um, and, and luckily, they're, yes. you know, they're different in all of us. And yeah, collectively, yes. we're great resources. So, 
women. Mm, yeah. So appreciate that about you. Thank you. Well, Karen, I, I know we're getting close to wrapping up here and I wanted to see if there was anything, um, I was just looking at my notes here. Is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners, anything more about your business, what you offer, you know, what I, there is something I, I, oh, I slipped. I'm sorry. <laughs> it slipped, but just tell us what else about you, you want to share. Thank you. Um, well, I want I want women to know that I very much customize my service. So when we talked about process earlier, you know, kind of from soup to nuts, I can also, if a woman says, you know, I just don't even know if I need any new clothes. It's like, you know, that's fine. I, I can come into someone's closet and give them a couple hours of kind of styling consultation, if you will, to get them thinking about maybe different kinds of looks that they might like. I might just go in and just do a closet cleanup or just do styling with what they have because either they don't have a desire to have anything kind of added in or they really don't need anything. They have beautiful pieces. They just don't know how to put it together. So I want women to know that it's very much customized. Whatever they need relating to style and fashion, I am there really to meet their needs. Oh, nice. Thank you. Because I know um, with the... Um, essence typing um, that I do, you're, what you do complements it so yeah. well because the, the, the essence style um, is about you know, the personality and, and confirming the um, colors that you like, confirming the patterns and everything. But if they can take that and, and then work with someone like you, it's like, oh, this, now this is getting really yummy. And so I think we have a lot to talk about here and maybe a little collaboration coming. That would be lovely. <laughs> oh, well, I, I love this conversation and I want to continue it at another time. And maybe we can have, um, maybe I, I can see, maybe we'll talk about, you know, maybe an outfit for, you know, a holiday or something. We've got something on the, on the outskirts here that we're going to be coming together again. But before we do, and before we get there, and I bring you on again, because this is some lovely conversation, I have a question for you. And it's a question that I ask all little insight to you. So are you ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just blurt it out. I want to make sure you're ready. Okay. So yes, I'm Karen. I'm ready. <laughs> Karen, if you had the ability to come back in another life as a flower and you could choose where you would grow and bloom, where would that be? You know, I know you because I've listened to many of your podcasts and I, and I know this question uh -huh. is coming. And I have to tell you that I've thought about it and, and I struggle with identifying myself as a particular kind of flower. But I can tell you that... I think where I really bloom, if you will, and I really blossom is in the working one-on-one -on -one with a woman and helping her to see herself in ways she hasn't seen before. So kind of pushing her boundaries in terms of how she looks and how she might come across when she's put so many you know, can'ts around her, you know, I can't wear dresses, I can't wear skirts, I can't show my, I can't this and I can't that. And to be with a woman trying on all these new looks, and she takes a look at herself in the mirror and says, oh my God, I look 
beautiful. I never Mm -hmm. thought I could wear that. That's really what comes to mind for me when I would say that I blossom. That just is kind of the ultimate the ultimate compliment, the ultimate phrase that I, I know that I, I'm doing good work for my client and she is so happy. So oh, that's I love probably that. the best way I would answer that. I love that. And, and as you were saying that, I could, it was almost like I could see you in, fertile, in a fertile garden. Mm-hmm. And you were blossoming in this fertile garden. Um, and as you were growing and blooming, you have all these other flowers around you blooming also. And it just was giving me goosebumps. Because, oh, yeah, c- clearly, you know, you are here to help others, help other women. And, you know, I just, I could see your leaves just, uh, just wrapping around the other flowers there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind. Uh, you. Well, thank you, Karen. I will have your um, information in the show notes of this podcast of those that are listening. If they can't write down your your website, which is www.bbblack.com. And uh, so they can refer to that. And be sure and check out her shopping mindset on her blog. I think that... Um, is really, I really think that when we have that right mindset before we go out shopping, it makes the world a difference. And I want to thank you for that. So it's been a delight being with you. And thank you so much for having me as your guest. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Karen. Until we talk again. Okay. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you're interested in hearing more and finding out how to work with Steffi Joe to enhance your feminine essence for greater visibility and success, visit expressyouressence.com. Until next time, be your essence. This is the EWN Podcast Network.